Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the jazz queen. Hello, my name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. It is Sunday, September 15th, 2019. If you want to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Kia's, uh, click on the Listen Live button under Kia's picture. That will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646 716 5485. We welcome your phone calls with questions and our comments for Kia. Welcome to the chat room, Joshin. Joshin lives in Germany. He's always here. He's our number one fan. So I always appreciate appreciate seeing you in the chat room, Joshin. Welcome. This uh so today my guest is a singer songwriter Kia. Uh, we're gonna be talking about her upcoming debut EP called Relationships. Miss Kia, welcome to the show. Hey, Terry, how are you? I am well. How are you, girl? I am well myself. Thank you for having me. Oh, it is my pleasure. Definitely my pleasure. Um, so what I would like to do, because I read that you have been drawing since the age of two, singing since the age of four, songwriting career began when you were nine, and you began writing poetry at age 12. So... I mean, that basically covers your background. So can we just start there? Yes, you can. (laughs) Yes, you can. How is it that you started singing at two? I mean, sorry, drawing, drawing at two. You know what? I don't know. My mom uh, would bring pictures to me or she would bring papers to me and things like that. And she kept them. She kept some of the drawings. Uh, they weren't stick figures. They were actual, I would draw the head and the legs and the feet and everything. And uh, she would show them to me, you know, throughout the years. And she'd say, here, you know, this is what you did. And I was like, Mom, I was that little? And then she said, yes, you were. So, yes, I've been drawing since the age of two. But really, as I got older, um, I really, um, you know, I really would draw more. Um, I I love drawing sketch. Well, I love sketching. I'll just say mm-hmm. that I love sketching people. I love the faces of people, and I really uh, would do this throughout the years, drawing and drawing. Um, I remember being in, oh God, was it elementary? Yes, it was elementary school, um, and we had an artist that came, and I think his name was Dr. Walters. I think. And I'll never forget that he said at the time, and he did say this, and he said, wow, he says, your daughter draws better than me. Because at the time, um, yes, because at the time, I would draw the kids in school. They would always want me to do a sketch of them. So I was was drawing the kids in school, and I remember um, doing, I was part of a big mural. uh, And this was my first time you know, dealing with paint and things like that. But I was, uh, um, it was myself along with several other kids that actually drew a mural across across the wall. And, um, yeah, so, yes, I've, I've been drawing for a pretty long time. I'm kind of rusty now because I haven't drawn in several years. Um, I also did art for, um, for an event, um, as far as designing the flyers and things like that. So uh, I remember sketching a, a beautiful woman and a baby, and this was for, um, matter of fact, it's called the Birthright of Pittsburgh, and they're an organization that's against abortion, and, you know, they were having an event, and this was, oh, my God, this was so many years ago, and they wanted uh, me to design um, the uh, flyer. So I did a sketch of a woman holding a baby. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Oh, that's, that sounds beautiful. Wow. Oh, gosh, wow. thank you. And so now singing since the age of four, do you remember that? Oh, Lord have mercy. You know what, Terry? I really don't remember that. I remember um, probably 
the age of six and maybe the age of six and seven. And it would be myself and my sister, and we would just sing in the house. You know, I knew all the tunes that my parents listened to. That's probably why I love classic soul music, because I would just sing, you know, uh, to the Doobie Brothers, to Coen Gang, you know, to George Benson, and um, some of the music that my parents would listen to, I just gravitated toward, and and um, I would just, uh, we would just sing at home. You know, I, I never entered any contest or anything like that. Um, it was just something that I loved to do and that I did at home. But I think, uh, I'm trying to get the grade together. When I was in third, third or fourth grade, um, I didn't know too much about choir or anything like that. I knew that we had to sing uh, a song called On the Wings of Love, and it was by Jeffrey Osborne. And the kids in my class, in my music class, didn't know the song. But I was like a very, very old soul, and I loved listening to that kind of music. I knew that song by heart. And I had a partner, Tracy was her name, and you know, we had mics and, you know, we had to, we had to perform the song and we performed the song and I performed it because I knew it by heart anyway. And I'll never forget my mom picking us up from school and the music teacher, Michael Abelson was his name. He come running out the door. He said, Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, Mrs. You know, Mrs. Whatever, you know, he said that your daughter made choir, you know, she made choir. And he was like, she was just spectacular. But that was the first time I had ever got on a mic, Terry. Mm. And I don't know what it was. I was nervous for about maybe a minute. But as soon as the, as soon as the song went on, as soon as I, well, first of all, as soon as I heard them keys on the piano, I was like, Whoa, my goodness. Uh, but then after a minute or so, I dug right into that song, and it was a feeling that I had never felt before in my life. And I just knew at that point that I loved singing, and I knew that when Michael Abelson ran out the building to my mother and was just blown away, um, that I knew that this was something that I had to do for the rest of my life, hopefully. But this was something that was big to me. So wow. yes, I, yes, I, I, I guess I have been singing for a pretty long time, but I guess more so in the house. Yeah, yeah. And then five years later, at the age of nine, you started writing. So do you remember the yes, first song? I did. Yes, um, it was called Sugar Baby, and mm. my <laughs> my sister and I, you know, we would just we would sing because my sister can sing too. Matter of fact, she's an awesome singer. She just doesn't um, do anything with it professionally. Um, but to make a long story short, we sat down and came up with the song called Sugar Baby, and I wrote it out. And, um, yeah, yep, and that, we were, yes, I was about nine years old at that time. And at, at that age, did that writing come naturally to you? Did, did you guys just, like, bang that song out? Yes, I believe it did because uh, through the years, well, hmm, how do I put this? I had a love for writing. So okay. I would write short stories. I would write mm-hmm. books. I, re- I, I remember writing and illustrating my first uh-huh. book when I was probably in the sixth grade. No, the sixth or seventh grade because I remember I loaned that book to somebody and I never got it back. But it was called Love Story. Yes, there it is. I just remembered it. It was called Love Story. And um, <laughs> I did the illustrations, and I wrote the book out. But, yes, I, I, was, um, I had a passion for writing because at, cause around the, probably the age of 12 was when I started to get into poetry. And I really started writing a lot of poetry. Yes, yeah, so I think that writing was something that was just a part of me. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if it came from listening to so many songs and things like that that were on the radio, but it was something that came natural to me because okay. I always love to tell a story. So I call myself a storyteller. Mm. Okay. So then writing the music for relationships just came really easy for you. You had no, I mean, you just really had no problems writing those 
those lyrics and the songs for that? I didn't because, again, I feel like uh, poetry really opened me up to um, learning how to craft a song, kind of, sort of. You know, I didn't know what I was doing, doing it till, um the first producer that I work with that really, you know, he would take the lyrics, he would take the melody, and he taught me how to, you know, put everything like in order and this and that, you know, how to um, put the put the bridge in order because I wrote from a poet standpoint, so mm-hmm. it was it was a bit it was a bit wordy, but I will say that writing for relationships was kind of easy because I'm writing with the purpose and the purpose is all about relationships, whether your relationship, you know, with your spouse, your relationship with God, you know, troubled relationships, just relationships, period. So if, if I write with the purpose, it's so easy for me. It's extremely easy for me, but there has to be a purpose has to be a purpose or else I you know or else I have no reason to write. Yes, understand, understand. All right, we have a phone call so let me take that. Um Janetta, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Jeanette? Thank you. Yes, Hi. I'm here. Yes, I'm here. Hi. Welcome hey, to the show. Um Yes, thank you for welcoming me on. Welcome me on to uh speak with Kia. Um I am a fan and um you know, um, I have to tell you, Kia, that uh, I am in love with your song. Um, <laughs> I love you because you all have been talking about relationships, and I and I love the fact that you just said that. Um, you know, you you write around relationships, and I don't I don't even know if a lot of people know that that I love you was was written for your daughter. You know that relationship and that's amazing you know i just want to tell you thank you for that because you had me oh my um, goodness thinking in the mind of my daughter you know when i listened to it and the video is amazing i just wanted to tell you that the video on youtube is amazing um but the question i have for you and i'm I'm not going to be long the question i have for you is um you're very welcome it seems like you've been gearing up for your your professional career all your life you know um, age of five and six and four. Wow. So my question is, at what point did you decide that jazz was that it thing for you that you wanted to make a career out of it? Mm, I'm going to say um, in 2008 is when I really, you know, uh, is when I really dug into it and I uh, really couldn't hold it anymore because I've always been the kind of person that was a go-getter, always determined, always motivated, but I just couldn't put the pieces together of how to do it. So I think in 2008, I hit like an epiphany. And, you know, I had been, uh, you know, I was older at that point, you know, I wasn't a teenager or child anymore. I was an adult and I was still singing. I was still in the house. I was writing and singing. Uh, But I said to myself, this is something that I really want to do. So in 2008, you know, I just said, hey, enough is enough. You know, I really want to do this. And um, that's when I sought out a vocal coach in 2008. So I'm going to say 2008 is when I hit that epiphany. I said I couldn't hold it in anymore because it's, 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 it's quite daunting for an artist, you know, because we're so creative that there's something that we want to do. And when it stays inside for long, it, it really begins to really eat you up. So it has to come out. So I felt like this had been in me so long and it just had to come out. So in 2008 is when I, you know, um, sought after this career in the music industry. That's awesome. If that and I answers you your much. question. Yes, it does. And and that's awesome. And I wish you much success in all of your endeavors. And not my friend is the bomb. <laughs> oh, my you. goodness. Thank yeah. you, Johnette. Thank you so much. Thank you for speaking about the music video. And thank you for thank you for listening to my music. And thank you for coming on here today. I truly appreciate that. I appreciate thank it, you. too. Many blessings. 
Thank yes, you. Yes, thank you. Thank you so All much right. for having us on, for having me on. <laughs> bye bye. Oh, you're quite welcome. You're quite okay. welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wow, so, that's Kia, crazy. With your determination to become um, a singer and a songwriter, outside of the person that kind of helped you, you know, structure your music, did you have anybody in mind in terms of artists to help bring your music to life? Do you mean as far as someone that um, musicians? um, Okay. Uh, Well, at that time, um, I was working with um, I was working with a producer. You know, for the first song, "I Love You," and I'm going to say that he was a huge part of my vision coming to life. I want to say that he started it all for me. So I'm okay. going to say at that time, that was a blessing for me to, um, for our crosses to, uh, or for our paths to cross, because it was funny how I met him. And, I, and I'm going to keep this, this short and sweet. I was, I was at a church that I had never been to before. And, um, after the service was over, uh, the uh, the pastor's daughter was in the you know she was in the audience and not the audience but but she was in the pews and um, I don't know how but I struck up a conversation you know with her and she comes from a musical family her dad's a pastor you know um, and all the siblings sing and they play instruments and everything but she played a song for me right in service she played a song for me. And I said, who, who in the world is this? And she told me who it was. Uh, she told me that it was two guys that, uh, you know, there was two guys that she had been working with. And when I heard, you know, when I heard her song, I said, wow, you know, that's what I'm looking for. Because, because Terry, I really had been looking for several years. Maybe, maybe for about two years I was looking for a producer here. And mm-hmm. I really couldn't find anybody you know, I really couldn't find anybody. So I believe that this was nothing but this was, this was nothing but the Most High. That there was, that there I was in a church I had never been to before, and and she basically made the she basically made the connection with myself and the producer, and I came in, met with him, and it was so funny. I knew I knew when I heard his voice over the phone that it was going to be easy because it, I sent him a demo and he said, Kia, you kind of sound like, you know, I guess everybody wants to, you know, put me in the Phyllis Hyman thing, but he said, why well, you kind of, you know, you kind of put me in the mind of, you know, Phyllis Hyman. And, you know, he was going into like Angela Bofield and stuff like that. And I never really knew who those artists were at the time. I said, Phyllis Hyman and Angela, Angela Bofield now, and then, uh, so to make a long story short, when I came in and when I met with him, it was easy for him because he loved that kind of music. And he had, and and then he had, you know, he had said to me, he said, you know what, Kia, I used to, I used to do Phyllis Hyman's tunes. I used to do Angela Bofield. He had a love for that classic R&B soul music. So it was kind of easy. I just, you know, as soon as I came in, it just, everything just meshed together. I, I, I think just, it was just perfect. It was just so perfect. So when you were growing up as a little girl, were was there a singer on that you saw on TV that had an immediate impact on you? And if so, who was that? Oh, my Lord. Uh, there were so many to mention, but there's one singer that will always stand out, and that's Marvin Gaye. Ah, okay. Marvin Gaye. He's the guy. My mother would play that um, – What's going on? Tune, and she would play that over and over again. And I never forget. She used to cry to that song, and to me, it was such an emotional, and it was such an emotional and powerful and meaningful song that I just developed a strong love for Marvin Gaye. Yes, I was a young, 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 young girl, and nobody in my age group was really listening to Marvin Gaye, you know. But I do know that, you know, I just had a love. I had a love for Marvin Gaye, and then I got hepped on to Mercy, Mercy Me and some of his other songs. But I'm going to say Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye is that guy. 
<laughs> Marvin Gaye. All right. All right. So now let's talk about um, your upcoming EP, Relationships. This will be your debut release. And kind of walk us through the music, um, Do you, uh, you know, each of the songs. And do you have a release date? I do not have a release date, but we are going to be released. But we are going to be releasing, I'm going to say, uh, spring of 2020. Okay, all right. Spring of 2020, but we're working on a release date. Okay. So I have two songs, I Love You and Not My Friend. Um, Do you have, uh, are there other songs finished or are you in the process of writing? There are other songs that are finished. We just haven't put them out yet. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yes, they are. Okay. Can you walk us through those songs and tell us a little bit about them? Okay. Well, each song, I think, uh, tells the story of relationships, you know, from the song I Love You has a lot to do with my relationship uh, with my children. That song there, um, you know, um, is about my daughter, actually. At a very young age, she was born uh, with a kidney disorder, and um, she had to go in and have surgery, you know, later on down the road, a major surgery, though, I want to say that though, um, she had surgery early on um, at as young as six months old. So throughout the years, uh, yes, so throughout the year, the problem was never corrected. Um, So uh, when she, I think when she got... You know, when she got a lot older, I think the problem was still there, and it really got worse. So um, we had to go in, and um, and we had to make a choice whether we're going to remove this uh, situation or whether we're going to keep it the way it is and hope that things get uh, hope that things get uh, get better. So we went in, and and um, and uh, we had the surgery, but at that time. Uh, I was emotionally gone. I was like, oh, my Lord Jesus, I thought I was going to lose my child. So I wrote that song, you know, I wrote that song because the song has a lot to do with a love that's right in front of your face. And I think sometimes as people begin to miss it, you know, um, though that song was about my daughter, you know, that song could be used, you know, in a relationship with the husband and the wife. You know, maybe that wife or husband is not as you know, appreciating who they're with. And sometimes it takes for serious situations to happen to bring us home and say, wow, you know, now it's time for me to really acknowledge that person and really, you know, um, bring that love back. That has always been there, but sometimes you get caught up, you know, um, you know, you get caught up in paying bills every day, life, living, working. So, you know, that's what that song meant to me. That song was my cry to say, hey, I love you, I acknowledge you, and if I haven't acknowledged you, I want you to know that I love you. So, <laughs> so that's the uh, uh, so that's that's um, that's the input when it comes to I love you. Now, this um, this next song is titled "Not My Friend," and that's my newest release. And that song has a lot to do with a troubled relationship, you know, um, as you know, and I want to say this, a lot of women, you know, sometimes deal and stay in relationships that are unhealthy for them. And uh, I was one of those uh, people. (laughs) And um, through my journey, uh, I met so many women that were in the same situation, you know, you know, with the man that, um, you know, was um, verbally abusive, emotionally abusive to them. And I wrote that song because I really wanted to help women. If you listen, if you listen to the lyrics, I just want women to really know and understand who they are and know and understand their worth and that they don't have to stay in this kind of relationship. And they can leave. And they can um, leave. So, yes, they can leave. And so... You know, I wrote that, I wrote the song because I was on my way out the door. <laughs> you know, I was on my way out the door. And um, so that's so that's why I wrote, that's why I wrote that song there. Because, you know, relationships aren't always, peach, you know, peaches and cream. And sometimes we want to pay, paint a picture of relationships just being picture perfect, which yeah. they're not. Yeah. So yeah. I want to bring real life to the people, real life, real lyrics, 
real music, you know, to the people. And um, so this next song, uh, I'm just going to just give you just a little bit about it without giving too much about it. Um, it's it's actually called um, I Thought I'd Call You. And that song is about um, a relationship with God. Like I said, this song's about this 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 album is about relationships, and that song is about uh, someone that's troubled in their relationship with God. That they're going through so much in life, uh, and they're questioning God. You know, God, where are you when I needed you? And it's so funny because the solution in this song is that God has been there all the time. He's always been there, but maybe you've been missing him because your focus is not where it should be. So the song is called, I Thought I'd Call You. So it's my call out to God, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right, let's take Thank a you. listen to I Love You. And as Janet mentioned, there is a video for this, and I want to talk to you about the video after we listen to the song. So this is I Love You from Kia's upcoming debut EP release relationships.
love you from Kia. Justin in the chat room would like to know, um, do you, he says that's a nice song. Does she also sing the background vocals? Yes, I do. Uh, it's all me. It's all you. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's all me. Okay. I have an Amazon review. Um, it says, if you love the vocal styles of Phyllis Hyman or like a little soul in your jazz, of which I do, then you'll love listening to Kia Michaels' music. Kia is a newcomer on the horizon who sings with lots of passion and depth, and she composes her own music. The lyrics and music to this jazzy, soulful track are just gorgeous. And that is from Natalie on Amazon. So it's a nice little review there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> I'm smiling. Yeah. My goodness gracious. Yeah. So now let's talk about the video for I Love You because I read that you were very hands-on um, in this video. Yes, I was. Um, down to the wardrobe, down to the script of how I wanted it, where I wanted it at, down to who would be in it, um, you know, both of the girls in there, they're both my daughters. Okay. So, yeah, so uh, the uh, the oldest girl in there is the one that had the surgery on her kidney. Mm-hmm. And um, I, had my, I had my youngest girl playing her, you know, um, as a younger kid. And, okay. yes, I was very hands-on, like I said, down to the wardrobe. I wrote the script. Um, I sought out the locations. I knew how I wanted it. Yes, I knew how I wanted it. So, yes, uh, I was definitely hands-on. All right. Well, it was definitely a very well-produced video. It's very nice. Very nice. Oh, gosh, thank you so, so much. Oh, you're welcome. Now, will your CD cover for relationships be a design of your own? Yes. Oh, my. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. What I, yes, yes. I, I'm saying yes because I'm always hands-on. Like as far as if you look at the covers of of both singles, mm-hmm. the idea came from me. Mm-hmm. I had the idea, uh, so I'm very creative with how I want things. I knew for the not my friend, I wanted half of my face. I knew it, and I knew for the I love you, I wanted that vintage feel. And I think my signature is always going to be those red lips. You know, I'm not going to say always, but I'm going to, yes. So I always want to, uh, I guess, uh, give or put a classic spin on stuff. So I think the I Love You, uh, I think that cover is classic. And I even think the Not My Friend, I wanted it to be a little bit more funkier, but I still think it stayed classic because there's some elegance like in both. So yeah. I'm hands-on when it comes to the creative side to it. So that's what okay. I say. Um, any, okay. Yes, when it comes to anything that I do, um, I have to be the creative mind or the creative force behind it. Behind you know, it. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know why, but that's just a part of me. Okay. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so when you're writing a song, are you more focused on the song being a hit or are you more focused on the content of the song? On the content of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, focus on the content. Uh, I want to be able to, you know, write lyrics that are, that, uh, that can relate to people. You know, I want to be relatable all the time. And I want to be able to also make sure that the music has a specific groove to it. Because I am a lover, and I'll say this a million and a zillion times, I am a lover of classic soul music, you know, that I think anything that I create or anything that I kind of compose and arrange in my mind has to have that uh, classic, you know, feel to it and that groove to. So I am very, um, I'm motivated by, or I'm determined to put that groove back out here. The groove that used to be, I guess, back in the 80s, really strong in the 80s. And I think in the early 90s it was somewhat there, but more so like in the 80s. 
it was yeah. uh, I think it was called smooth groove music. It was groove to music. It was groove to. So um, and, and it was feel good music. Feel good music. There it is. So I want to put that feel good music out here. You know, because uh, um, uh, there's so many listeners that are missing that music. You know, when you turn on radio today, it's the same stuff, and listeners have to resort to streaming. You know, to you know, they got to stream Freddie Jackson and Luther and the Osley Brothers and so many of the others that were really big out in the '80s and things like that. So I want to be able to put that back in the mix today. Yes, today in 2019, I want to put that back in the mix. So I'm definitely concerned with more of the content. I would love each song that I put out to be a hit, but if it doesn't, I'm fine with that as long as many people are able to hear it. You know, I just want each song that I put out to be worldwide, worldwide. And um, that's what I draw my attention to. Well, speaking of worldwide, I wanted to mention that the song I Love You peaked at number one on four UK soul charts. Not one, but four. <laughs> that's pretty good. It it did. It did. It 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 uh Terry, it uh it really did. It was so funny because one of the charts, I believe it was at number twenty and then it started to just climb up to number seventeen and then it was a number eight and then number four, then number two, then number one. You know, it was just so funny because that took a lot of work too. You know, mm-hmm. I wanna say that when a song resonates with the people, you don't have to do too much, too much work. I mean, you always have to do a lot of work, but when the song resonates with the people, it does the work for itself. However, yeah. however, however, Terry, um, there still was a lot of work put in it, a lot of marketing, a lot of promoting on my end. So I was up count, countless hours, you know, through the night, day and night, talking to different, you know, radio, connecting with different radio, different promoters, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, well, not promoters, but different DJs, different radio presenters. Yes, radio presenters. So um, my phone was going nonstop, Terry. Every time I turned around, ding, 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 I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. And I, <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to be able to make it to the next one. You know, but yes, yes, yes. Yes, it did. It did uh, peak at number one on so many charts, or I'm going to say four charts. And um, I was so happy and just so thrilled, so thankful um, I feel like I'm just family with these radio guys, you know, because yeah. whenever not my friend came out, guys had that. <laughs> they already had it without me even sending it to them. I said, you guys went and downloaded yeah. the song. I could have just sent it to you guys, you know, but, yeah, you know, just awesome, awesome radio out in the U.K., awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That is really good. And SoulTracks.com chose it as their song of the month. So you did really well with this one. I love you. You did really well with that. Oh, God. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Terry. Well, you're welcome. I'm going to take a listen to now, uh, Not My Friend. Tell me a little bit more about this one. Okay. Not My Friend is a tune about a woman that's leaving an unhealthy relationship. She's dealt with this uh, with she's dealt with emotional and verbal abuse from her partner, and you know, uh, for so many years, and she decided to you know take her power back, take her power back, and she began to know her self worth, and um, she called quits, and she's moving on, but she's moving on in a poetic. And in a mature way, instead of, you know, uh, 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 cursing someone out, you know, and, 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 and leaving the relationship that way, she'd rather do it nice and sweet and just, hey, I'm out the door, I'm ready to roll. And that's what she did. And that's what Not My Friend is about. All right, here we go. <laughs> Crazy and out of my mind. 
<laughs> Thank you, Terry. Brother, you know gone. what? I had a <laughs> yes, honey. Yes, because you know what? I had a uh, um, I had in your before I changed it to um, you're not a real man. So the producer said, Kia, we got to take this real out. We'll just put good in here because, you know, too many women are using the word real. You know, he's not a real man, you know. So, I, you know, I, I, I just, uh, I was trying to keep it a little gangster, but I said, <laughs> I said, let me just, let me just get back to my classy self here. Because <laughs> there's two sides, because there's two sides to a sister. You know, even if we classy, we still got a little gangster up in us. Oh, that, be nice. that was so funny when Ooh, I first sorry, heard Terry. that. I was like, you are fired. I was like, dang. Yes, honey, you are fired. You gone, honey. <laughs> Not no more. <laughs> oh, funny. my goodness gracious. Oh, too far. Thank you for that, Kia. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for that. Oh, my gosh. So um, what's coming up for you next? Where are you performing? Where am I performing? I'm actually performing on the 16th. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't even have all the information, but it's uh, for a, uh, it's a it's a women's history event, and that's in the city of Pittsburgh here. So, it, and it's uh, going to be, oh, my goodness, uh, I can't even think of where, but I know that it's, um, what is it called? And it, it's, it's at a country club. So, okay. um, and I guess we're honoring um, women in history. Uh, so, uh, and that's going to be on the 16th of October. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I don't know what's going to happen uh, during the holiday season because I normally get calls and emails, you know, always late in the game. I'm like, gosh, you guys, you know, need to reach out to me months ahead of time. But I always get, always seem to luck up on, you know, getting calls and things or emails sent to me, you know, maybe a month or two, you know, prior to the holiday. So I'm looking forward to, you know, um, doing something for the holiday, you know, and that's okay. what I normally do every year. I normally, you know, do, um, you know, do a holiday performance. So we'll just uh, keep our fingers crossed and see what's happening. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to go back to Jeanette, just to Jeanette, just to see if you have any more questions or a comment, Jeanette. You know what? I really don't have any uh, more questions or comments. I mean, well, questions, but I, do, I definitely have um, comments. This is amazing. It's, it's um, wow. you know. Oh, my God, Sean. Not Thank my you. friend. Lord I got to say, it's truly much needed for yes. women, as well as men. As well as men, I'm going to tell you, because some men get abused, too, you know. Um, but mm-hmm. And they need to hear this. People, they need to hear it, too. People need to hear this. I love it. That's why I said it's a bond. So thank you for putting that out there, thank for putting your all and putting your passion in. I truly love it. I I truly love you. Oh, thank you, Terry, for having her on. I was looking forward to thank hearing you, this. Love you for it and continue. Y'all continue to do your thing. Many blessings. Many blessings. Many blessings to you too. Thank oh, you very God. much. Thank you so much and peace and love to you back. Thank you so much, Johnette. Oh my goodness! Wow. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's huge. nice. Very nice. All right. So let everyone know they can find you on social media. Okay, you can find me on Facebook and on Instagram under Music by Kia. So please give me a follow. Again, Facebook, Music by Kia, Instagram, Music by Kia. I really don't use Twitter, but I'm but I am on Twitter under Music by Kia, so you can follow me there. And also, you can subscribe to me on YouTube under Kia TV. Okay. And check my videos out. You know, I got some yeah. more stuff coming up. So, you know, you want to make sure that you subscribe and so that you get the notifications and, you know, so you can see what else I got going on. Yeah. And will there be a video for Not My Friend? Oh, gosh, we're working on that right now. I actually, right now, I'm working on a visual for it. And um, I'm not going to tell everybody just yet, but I am working on a visual for it. So I'm hoping okay. to you know, have something before the holiday season comes in because I don't want to be clashing with the holiday. You know, we sing it about Christmas and love, and then and then here comes Kia with not my friend, telling her, man, goodbye, fired. get out. You know, or telling her, man, I'm out the door. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, we are, Terry. Yes, yes, we are working on a visual for it. And okay. um, I will definitely let you know when that visual is available for you to see. 
Take a look at okay. it. Yeah. What about your website? My website right now is under construction, but but it'll be on point sometime this week. But it is under Music by Kia. www.musicbykia.com. Okay. It's under right. construction right now. So if you go on there, you're gonna see a big sign up there. So you know. So but um, later on in the week, we will definitely have that website back up. So Music All by right. Kia, and that's the website handle. All right, awesome. Well, I am so glad that we had the chance to talk finally. Um, thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I mean, I feel like I've been chasing you forever. Audience, I was trying to I get apologize. on Terry's show. I have to. No, 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 no. I love Terry because she's a true professional and I just love her. But I was trying to get on this show, but I know you wanted to make sure I had that album together, and I love that about you. And uh, so I'm just so excited, and I feel so blessed and happy to be on your show. You know, I finally did it. The pleasure is Thanks all mine, definitely. So <laughs> I enjoyed having you on. Thank you again. Much continued success you, to you, Kira. And we definitely look Thank forward you. to relationships dropping uh, for sure. Looking forward to that. All right. All right, Thank ma'am. You so you much, Terry. Thanks for having You're me. You're quite okay. welcome. Okay. Good day. All you right. have a good day, Terry. Okay. All right, that Bye-bye is singer songwriter Kia. Uh, look out for her upcoming release called Relationships um, sometime next year, but definitely look out for that. And uh, follow her on all her social media sites, Music by Kia on Twitter and Instagram. She's on Facebook. And definitely check this young lady out. Um, yeah, nice music. Looking forward to this. All right, Joshin, thank you again for hanging out. I know it's past your bedtime, so I'm going to let you go. But thank you for hanging out again. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. The Jazz Queen, and I look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again soon. Johnette, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate your call as well. You all have a great evening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz, and visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com.